apartment. Yeah. He would the just one like, across from Martha he'd be like, Lake. Dylan, have you ever seen a squirting video? And I'd be like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> have now. That is aggressive. For, how old are you? Um, I don't know. Probably like 11, maybe? That is aggressive. That's. That's his age. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it. I don't exactly know what She's age a squirter. <laughs> this is the Best Friends Ask Why podcast with Aaron and Dylan. Why episode 27 <laughs> can we just i mean by you guys can probably tell at the moment by the sound of that glorious babbling brook which to you guys probably just sounds like white noise at this sounds point sounds like an old ass tv <laughs> <laughs> what are these motherfuckers with that tube tube tv talking about right now but we are sitting around a campfire. We have the lovely Gideon Paul. Aaron's son is with us camping. Just chopping wood. He's holding the hatchet at the moment like a real boy. He's the wiener queen. We're somewhere off of Interpretive Dance Road. Interpretive <laughs> Dance Road. Interpretive <laughs> Dance Trail. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> How dare you, Aaron? We got freshly filled vapes. Yeah. Freshly filled. We got oh. drinks next to us. Oh, and uh, Aaron just spilled his. No, oh, was I it didn't. not cracked it's not yet? Open. Yeah, I got dirt all up in it. A slice of cheese? <laughs> the wood is a slice of cheese. Gideon is describing to us at the moment a piece of wood as stacked cheese. <laughs> he's so, on wood duty. <laughs> he's not on my guy's future future reference. He probably will be at some point while he's here. Uh, we definitely want to get that episode going. Probably just talk about video games and stuff like that. Probably. Um, but I just want to like I want to go around the thing and like Aaron we've talked about this for a while like the idea of having a travel podcast and that'll like not a travel podcast but like a travel rig and that how that'll enrich the production like overall how does like right now the environment that we're in like how does that set your hopes for this and like how I'm fucking stoked because we're at Oh, the battery life just went down one bar, but one bar. We've so got we're at three out of four. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, we no. can't make it. Well, I was gonna say we still have full battery life, and we use this to record the Twitch episode oh, yeah. and haven't replaced the battery since. But I'm super stoked because this is like we're unplugged essentially. Like yeah. I'm plugged in right now because I got the headphones on, so I can monitor everything and make sure it all sounds good. But that's probably enough wood for now, monkey. Get in, Paul. That's probably We're good on one wood. for now. You're going to burn our fucking feet off. Our legs are burning. <laughs> <laughs> They're hot dogs right now. We told him he's on log duty and he's like, oh, so roast you guys to death? <laughs> so just log after log after log? Um... Fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the fact that we're essentially unplugged, like we're in the middle of the woods and we're recording right now. We've got our microphones. We've got little mini mic stands that are in the twat position. Let let the listeners know. We have the the this is a coined phrase, okay? Just so you guys know for podcast reference, this is my term. I've created this. This is like Tom Segura saying, "Let me see your big tits fart." That's his phrase. This is my phrase. These microphone stands are in full-on twat position right twat now. Twat position. We have travel mic stands set up, bashed between our twats, just just <laughs> full taint position right now. We got these fucking rocking Shure SM7Bs. Yes. As Dane would say, we got the broken mics! Broken mics! <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking sitting by a fire right now next to a river. 
Yeah. This is it, my first weekend off in five weeks, I guess. Uh, I've taken a couple days off, so it's definitely like, it's not like I've been going hard the whole time. Yeah, but it's but your first, like, weekend Weekend, off. yeah. Because normally you were just like, I don't feel like fucking going to work today. <laughs> and you'd yeah. take, like, a Tuesday off. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it was just that recoup day. Yeah. Whereas this is just, like, a straight up... I mean, I try to hold on to this idea of, like, enjoy life all the time, even when it sucks. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty vocal and annoying in that way of being, like... Even when life's super lame, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But so it's I, much better when life is cool. It, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I, I posted on it on, I don't know if it was on our Snapchat or I think it was on my personal uh, Instagram story today. If you guys had seen that, I'm sure a lot of you listeners have already watched that Instagram story because I just spam you all fucking spam. day. Do Dude, some screaming and day. fire. Like literally every it's, day. It's the quickest form of social media. It's like, I mean, it's not going to do anything to grow the the brand or whatever of the podcast. But it know? reminds people that you're alive. Like, hey, yeah. Dylan's still it's, out there. It, it's a lot more like it's very, uh, I'm a very impulsive person. So it, it's very in my wheelhouse yeah. to just like post. The thing about Instagram is like there's this algorithm and you have to post with certain hashtags and, 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 and a certain amount of hashtags. Yeah, there's like the, there's bullshit. so much thought that goes into it. Whereas like with me being like a very passionate and like passionate lover and passionate, not <laughs> I'm so passionate. <laughs> I just slam my balls on you. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like I'm very impulsive and like in that second. And so Instagram stories particularly play to my style of personality, yeah. and so I can post on them at that very second and. and so, yeah, I mean, I find myself, especially at certain times in the day where I'm not super busy, I just, like, go hard in the fucking I'm going to make a fucking story. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's on blast. <laughs> especially when you're in your car you're, driving you're home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking bored. I'm going to scream into my it's phone. my studio, dude. I'm going to do some do some, some jammy <laughs> shit, dude. I gotta scream do into some... my asshole real loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how does... But this is kind of manifestation of the idea of us having a travel rig. I, this I, is that next level shit that we keep talking about. Like, the Twitch live stream was a taste of some next level stuff. Ooh, we got a taste! A taste! Just a little bump! Just to um, stick that tongue in the b-hole uh, a little bit. Just a little <laughs> once, we, once we get that Logitech Brio or C922X or whatever the fuck it is. Um, That's a webcam for people who yeah. aren't... aren't, aren't Aren't up on the terms of the Twitch life. <laughs> that, that's a, like a 1080p webcam, so that we, when we're streaming, it won't drop frames like it did last <laughs> yeah. time. That was it horrible. Won't, it won't look like a Japanese martial arts film. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Let's see if your style can defeat me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to try your Wu Tang style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, yeah. you are literally burning my legs yeah, off. Monkey, that's enough <laughs> wood on the fire for yeah, now. Yeah, dude, fucking toasty. Uh, that's serious? enough wood on the fire. <laughs> it's lit. It's for so real. Lit. But, like, so how does this, like, in the future, how does this manifest, like, your idea of what this could be? And how, how do you, uh, like, what's exciting about this specifically? Like, well, what this, kind of feelings are you dealing with, like, having this happen? This means that we can go anywhere and fucking podcast because... Literally, this whole setup came out of a single, like, Jansport size backpack. So we can throw all this shit into a little backpack. The the backpack says "fuck off." Yeah. So if you look in Aaron's cross track and you see a backpack that says "fuck off," steal it because it's worth a lot of fucking money. <laughs> it's got the Rogan mic. The Rogan mic. <laughs> Eventually, I'd like to have actual travel cases for everything, but 
Um, just the fact that it, everything is so condensed and we just throw it into a backpack and we've got a studio sounding recording setup for three people right now and all it would take is another mic stand and microphone and cable and we'd have four people. Yeah. Um, it's insane. It means we can go camping and record. We can go fucking snowboarding and record. We can go to a lodge and record. We can go to a festival, a show. Yeah. I really like the idea of it because like when I sit down with Dane and Ray, like these are guests of the podcast. If you guys haven't listened yet, I highly recommend those episodes specifically. Those are very good ones that we've done um, with friends of ours. But when I l- talk back and listen to those guys, it's they they really respect that uh, that authenticity and that honesty about us and the realism of what's going on. And like, yeah. so they're excited about the idea of us having guests and stuff like that. And I think guests are really imperative to us having like more of a platform in the future. Like guests that, are good for growth. Like that's where the organic growth comes from. Yeah. That puts our vines guests. out in there. It's fucking poison Ivy. It just yeah. starts getting out there. Um, <laughs> that was a reference to the DC comic books. Shout out to Dane. Marvel, um, Marvel, I thought Marvel, we said Marvel. DC was worse. We agree. We don't. We don't care for DC much yeah. around here. I mean, comic book wise, I love Batman. <laughs> we don't take kindly to your kind around here. <laughs> Fuck you, Smallville. <laughs> <laughs> Superman sucks. <laughs> Honestly, fuck Superman though. Yeah, for real. Like, I think he's, he's overpowered. Like, there's no, there's no struggle there. Like, ooh, you got a little tiny green rock, and now all of a sudden, every like, my family left me. You got all the fucking powers, you asshole. Yeah. Quit leeching off our golden sun, you fucking dick. <laughs> Here's some kryptonite. Go suck a dick. Get the fuck out of here. Go get an office job. <laughs> you got any more of that kryptonite? <laughs> Where would I rather have powers or family? That's a question from Gideon Paul. He is our off my guest today. Um, powers or family? So, what would you rather have? Like, what kind of superpowers are you talking, Gideon Paul? You want to come talking to the mic when you uh, when you say what kind of powers you're thinking? Um, talk, talk to the mic, please. Um, yeah. So, for like the powers, I'd say about like standard. We can limit it to super strength. Um, and flying. And flying. Super strength and flying. Okay. So would you rather... Or family? Yeah. That or family. I mean, if you look at, like, the Avengers, the only reason that they work so well... Jordy. Is because they're a group. So you're talking to the microphone right now? Just sit back and talk to us, and the microphone will get you, okay? We know the microphone stresses you out, so don't worry about it. (laughs) We know. I'm not cool So don't don't worry about that. Just talk to us. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just so, like, think of it as like a boom mic in the film. Like it's just there to <laughs> pick up the sound. Or just think of it like your fucking cell phone. Recording. The goal is to forget that this is here. I know. I never have anxiety, but when I have a microphone in front of me, there's so. It's much not like anxiety. we're asking you to sing the national anthem. <laughs> no, you. But are. also do it. <laughs> but also, <laughs> where's that? Oh, say can you see? You know, I actually don't know it oh. unless somebody else what? is singing it. To be real. <laughs> Yeah, through bright stripes and bright stars. bright stars through the perilous fight. What the ramparts we hail? Was it hailed or f- something? I don't fucking. Was so know. Gallant- I was in the army and I don't, don't fucking know. know. Was so gallantly <laughs> streaming and the rockets red glare, the bombs bursting the bomb in air. <laughs> 
and that's that's the part where everybody's like, oh, I'm about to go ham. <laughs> And Did then, you hear Fergie's fucking performance? Yeah, episode? that was aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, out there. It was def- It was very interpretive trailer. Oh, yeah. Her. She was very interpretive <laughs> dance on that shit. She interpretive danced all over it. Wait, hold on. I feel like... One more question from Gideon Paul. I feel like at stadiums... I feel like at stadiums... That... At, like, everyone during the national anthem... I feel like there's those people out there that are like paranoid at a hockey game and then like the national anthem starts and like I just want to get to the hockey game. I'm not saying everyone, but I'm just saying some people. What do you mean paranoid? Some people aren't patriotic? Like they just want to get to the game. Oh, like you so think you're they saying, hate America? Like they're impatient. <laughs> they hate America. They just want hockey. They take our jobs. They're making the frogs gay. <laughs> like, Hillary and her goose. <laughs> I also feel like people hate when, like, the uh, hockey, the ice is like got all like the cuts in it and like the when the zamboni comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. For like this on 15 minutes. Yeah. There's gotta be kids out there that at that time in the hockey stadium. He's saying that he hates when the Zamboni comes out. That he hates America and that he hates the Zamboni. I think that's really what's going on. Fuck the Zamboni. (laughs) It's because they're Canadian. (laughs) I just feel like there's the. There's like. Okay. This is the Gideon Paul show. You You have to know. Or if not, during when the Zambonis come... He's holding an axe up to the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) When the Zambonis come out, there's got to be some kids out there. And if you're one of those kids that pulls out electronics during that 15-minute Zamboni break... Get him, Paul. I feel like he's just narrating his own life. (laughs) I pull out my electronics, 15 minutes. (laughs) Fuck you, Zamboni, I'm playing Zelda. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We cracked the code. Okay, back to the question. Jordan, family or flying? Or super strength. Or super strength. Okay, if you seriously look at the Avengers, though, all of them suck without their family, which is them. Like, because they couldn't. They made their own family. Ooh, deep. Damn. There's layers to this shit. It's like onions. To be powerful. Like a parfait. (laughs) (laughs) Like a parfait. Ogres are like. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I mean, like, I think family, family can be. Like, both the purest joy and the biggest, at least from my perspective, like, the purest joy and the biggest pain in the ass, for sure. Oh, I legit 100% agree. I mean, I'm sitting here with you right now, and, like, me and Dylan have had a lot of problems in the past. Yeah. But we're camping now. Yeah. Like, and it's changed. Well, I think, like, like, specifically with the issues I've dealt with with mom in the past, like, it's helped me, like, form really, like, a... I particularly myself uh, have like a kind of a forgive and forget ideal. Like my goal is to treat you how I would want to treat you at any given time, regardless of how frustrated. Like I just try to for as long as possible, let people shit in my mouth, like <laughs> as much as they want, and I'll just continue to be like, I love you, I promise, while I'm gargling shit in my mouth. 
No, what are I, you messing with there? I'm just. Mine sounds like I'm in a swimming pool. But oh, really? Is yeah, your but XLR it's getting done? No, no, no. It's not like there's nothing malfunctioning. I just was making sure that everything was identical. Oh, okay. So. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Not too much. It's still hot. That's enough. That's enough, monkey. For meow. <laughs> yeah. So from my perspective, I mean. Family, like that dichotomy of family, also probably just overall brings the biggest. For sure, I overuse the word dichotomy. It's the only smart word I know. Dichotomy. <laughs> the dichotomy of family. <laughs> is, uh, this is NPR. NPR with dichotomies. <laughs> but that of the anus. Those levels, those ups and downs. Also, just like when it is good, there's nothing better. Like regardless of how mad, like or how upset Grandma and Grandpa could make Jared and Lavella, or how they well, like d- have a hard shit, relationship like, with. I feel like. Jared's in that stage where he's trying to be triggered by any. Yeah, but I also think just the younger generation of our family. Well, yeah, grandma and grandpa say jigaboo. Yeah, well, they they also weren't around for any of our kind of stuff. I mean, they were still so young. They don't remember, like, living on the farm or anything like that. They only know them as coming in and coming out. But I think it's also just the. There's so much more of this. uh, Where's our. He's right there. um, There's so much more of this, like. I think it's easier for younger kids to get frustrated with the amount of sensory input that they're dealing with. And so things can be more frustrating to them just because of, like, how much they're interpreting on a day-to-day basis. So, like, understanding people's qualms and being able to forgive and forget them and just, like, understand that you love that person despite their downfalls is more difficult. Like, they're, like, a lot harsher, I think, in their decisions on certain things. Like, younger kids specifically will say, like, I hate this, I don't like this. I think also just hormones of being a teenager. Jared's, like urging into his, into his adulthood and he seems to be processing his feelings a little bit better at this point but Lavella is definitely dealing with like a she lot of full blown teenage lot Lavella of teenage is at the moment. me at Lavella's age yeah. <laughs> like, um, it worries me not gonna lie <laughs> but she also is boy crazy I was never boy crazy at her age Yeah. Mm. so it just like is a whole ball of hatred right over there <laughs> yay teen pregnancy yay. oh my god <laughs> Stacked cheese getting stacked sex. the cheese. That's how Don't you get, get to pregnant, teenage stacked pregnancy. Stacked you show ladies stacked cheese, and they're oh. like, yo, you trying to get this? That dick cheese. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're all circumcised here, okay? <laughs> Calm down. No schmegma. <laughs> but, okay, so back to the question. Family versus super strength or flying. I tend to think that both super strength and flying are overrated. Like they're they're overrated. My, they're just not as interesting to me. If, if he threw out the Wolverine claws and the healing, I'm sorry, Dylan, but I'd, I'd be... Dude, fuck weapon. We, we, can be, we can still be friends. We'll be fine. Oh, we can, okay. We're not fam. We'll just, we're not fam anymore. <laughs> Your moves are weak, Wolverine. <laughs> I'm weapon Xing it over here. As long as it wasn't like the Deadpool version where I looked like a ball sack. If it was teleporting like jumper style. Mm. Ooh, that'd be like, sick. Not like Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, he has to like see, you know? Oh. He's like got to see it because he doesn't well, want to get no. stuck in walls. If, he ha- if he's been there, he can do it. Okay. Yeah, but Jumper, he just looks at a fucking picture and he's on and the he's, there. he's on the pyramid. Well, that's the same kind of thing, though. If he's been there or has a picture of where it is that he wants to go, yeah. he can do it. Okay, well then, te- so teleporting's always been my favorite, because I think yeah. it's like like, realistically, from my perspective, it's better than flying, because you could be flying next to Superman, and, like, look at him and be like, he's flying so fast. You look ahead of him, and you're there, and you're just like, ha, yeah. bitch, I'm faster than you, so fucking 
<laughs> I mean, my favorite superheroes are still the ones that like earned it, where they worked for it instead of actually being Captain America super. is my all-time fave. Like, yeah. Captain America is the shit, but Hawkeye and like the Black Widow. Where they, they are, don't have they like don't actual actually powers. have superpowers. No, I think I heard Black Widow actually has the same super serum as Captain Am. Oh, I heard that. What? I don't know if that's 100 percent the truth. Ray would have to verify, but that's what I've heard. Is that maybe she, like later on? But I feel like in the MCU, yeah, it's, maybe she does not the case. I feel I don't like think she just got... trained her ass off and was like a super spy. Yeah, and is just the shit. Same with Hawkeye. She's fucking savage. Yeah. Her and like was it plus which, Scarlett Johansson is just oh Bob? my god she's so Bob. oh my god <laughs> oh my god there is snacks there's snacks and then there's pre dinner meals <laughs> and then there's five course meals <laughs> uh, she's got all the Michelin stars dude <laughs> let me get some oh my land Jesus Christ. with that red hair and that thick booty and those fucking tight ass like that leather and latex oh you boy about it. <laughs> You more about it. Definitely bi curious about her. <laughs> Trying to get off. I wonder what snack. your ass tastes like. <laughs> what your booty smells like? Let me get a sniff. Let me smell your dick. <laughs> oh shit! I bet you're so sweaty in that suit. Oh my god! Let me get a whiff. Let me get a little whiff. Ooh, the muff taste is real. <laughs> <laughs> your muff is got uh, This shit went off the rails. This shit has gone off Gideon the rails. Gideon Paul is right next to us. <laughs> Sorry, Christina. He is right there. He's going to go home staring. saying muff cabbage. We already said DP earlier today, and he was really wondering what that meant. <laughs> I tried to tell him it was dinosaur poop. <sighs> That's good. Um... Jesus so yeah, Christ. I mean like I guess I want to take like, So if you broke it down into like Immediate family, big family Would it change? I mean if I had the ability to create my own family Once I had the powers I'd be down with that But Like impregnate Scarlett Joe? Yeah, oh shoot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You trying to get this dick? <laughs> I got these powers Let's make super babies you Russian slut <laughs> Oh, okay, that was really Jesus aggressive too. Christ. I'm off the rails. You're over there just being sexist as fuck. This is for real, dude. <laughs> she is a strong, independent woman who could get my face very deep in her asshole. <laughs> down with the patriarchy. I'll eat the booty and like with your fucking pants. eight weeks worth of groceries, dude. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> your boy hungry. <laughs> <laughs> is it I am though? thirsty. Is it I'm hungry. Oh yeah, dude. She that healthy fat. Ooh, ooh, girl. She's thick. <laughs> she's like an avocado. She thick like a uh, free shavaka, dude. dude. <laughs> oh, so moving on. <laughs> oh my God, Chipotle. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson's my wife. <laughs> what were we talking about? Uh, it was the superpowers. We were talking about Shit. something before that. I have no idea. I don't yeah, remember. Gideon, Just you cut Just being us. excited for having a travel rig. Yeah. That was... Ray did a... So I put a post out on Instagram. Also, you guys who listen to this, fucking reply to those, because I actually do read them. <laughs> it will actually talk about what you say on the podcast. So. And a total of three people voted on the Monday or Friday thing as far as when we're going to post a live stream episode. When, like, 40 people watch it? Yeah. It's so fucking easy to move your goddamn <laughs> thumb, you lazy okay. lazy. I didn't vote, but my vote was Monday, so I'm really glad <laughs> that was four people. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, funny, the funny thing is, is that 
Dane voted for Mondays and Ray voted for, for Fridays. No, 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 other way around. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Dane voted for Fridays, Ray voted for Mondays, and then Shayna voted for Mondays. But I texted both Dane and Ray after they voted, and I was like, "You guys are just forever opposed." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DC Marvel Friday Monday. <laughs> So Dane Flying super strength <laughs> Dane somebody else voted It wasn't just us picking Ray over you Don't worry about we that We love Ray more No I'm kidding <laughs> He brought us gifts <laughs> Yeah dude start making us shit Then maybe we'll listen to you you fuck <laughs> Where's our fucking Lego sculpture Dane <laughs> God damn it Um uh. So I really like being able to podcast outside next to a fucking This is really fire. fun. This feels so natural. It's so like nice. I have a feeling like people listening to this episode they're really going to enjoy it just because we are having as much fun as they're going to have. Yeah. Being and in they're going to imagine that they're around a campfire with us and totally come camping with us later this summer and you yeah. can be on and it'll be so fun. Dude, this place holds so many people. Let's just have a best friends ask why I camp yeah. Where people just cycle in every ten minutes, we get a new guest. That'd yeah. Be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> just next, next, next. Thank You're you done. Next. You suck. <laughs> you are the weakest thing. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Trap door into river. Just What's up, gone. monkey? Right. Okay. Yeah. We just have like like Dylan said. We just have like people come in, say what they have to say, and if they're not good enough, just trap door. God. Or we'll just yes. let it, we'll just like Gideon hatchet you to death. <laughs> he's been he's, working on his swing all day and he's getting pretty good. He's getting real he's good getting at chopping good. wood. It only he takes him like 17 tries now to, be some, yeah. to get a piece of wood. Or instead of having a trap door or hatchet you to death, we just have a giant Venus fly trap, just like. <laughs> Where are we gonna you get, Venus get to work on trip. growing that giant Venus fly trap. Yeah. Can you make it for us? No it's, your po- no, it's your podcast. You got to do it. Well, I'm delegating it to you because I'm the dad. Oh, and you just got kid. dadded. You got dadded. Got dadded. But so, so Ray did chime in on the Instagram, and I, I wrote this down. Oh, so taking notes. We're getting professional. We're oh coming boy. for that. We're coming for There's you. A couple faking things. It. I, so I want to go over one thing. This will kind of play into the question that Ray asked. Yeah. So Ray asked, mindset of camping. Like, is it bring you just clarity? Is there any stress attached? Like. Is it fun or like what? What is fun about it specifically? And then to review our location, that's what Ray wrote in. Okay. And then, uh, but I just did want to talk about something that's like, was it? What is funny is like I do think that that camping brings me like a, a very specific sense of clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about this earlier about like staring into the fire, how it's like a form of meditation where like my brain just turns off. Yeah. And also like the science behind red light therapy is definitely there. Hashtag Get around the fire therapy. more often. Hashtag red What'd light you say, therapy. Jordan? Hashtag red light therapy. Red light therapy. <laughs> it's, it's incredibly good. It can raise your testosterone. It, it, it heals, like it supposedly heals like sub skin level like it actually can go molecular level it heals like anti-aging skin it can help you deal with pain i believe it helps with mood as well like there's some serious backing like peer-reviewed studies behind it it's definitely a very beneficial thing to be a part of yeah um kenny paul can we get one more log on there please one more log um but i did notice in the lead up to camping there is a very like high level of stress 
Yeah, I mean, that's just preparation with anything, though. Yeah. I feel like anything that you have to prepare for and that you're leaving and you don't have access to your home base and yeah. all of your supplies that you have at a, on a regular basis, like travel in general, road trips, like anywhere where you're leaving your home base of operations. I think I packed stressful. five shirts. For the Did one you? for the one day that we were sure we were coming, and then like four I, more for the second day if we stayed. So because, <laughs> I did the same. So because I was like shaming myself in the lead up to um, doing this, based off like not doing it as minimal as I would like. Like I try to pretend that I have like this minimal like lifestyle, which I really don't yeah. at all. <laughs> I try to pretend that I'm like, oh, I'm uh, simple. I'm super minimalist. It's sustainable, and I can do all this stuff. On my own, and fucking A, I'm really pissing myself up. I'm trying to turn the flash off <laughs> so that I can record while I'm recording at the same time. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but, like, so I try to purposely not pack as much stuff, and then when time comes up, when we're here, I realize, like... I'm about to lift that lid that oh, you Oh, fuck, I should have had on. more stuff. Like, I should have brought... Like, I should have not forgotten we the We should have brought the coffee. TV and the Xbox <laughs> and... <laughs> Maybe not that far. But, like, the coffee. I would... It would be... I'd be glad if I didn't fucking forget that, you know? Yeah, coffee. And, like, maybe a long sleeve shirt would have been great. So, I mean, I'm wearing my Patagucci right now, which is real comfy and cozy. Yeah. But I am super attached to this jacket, so I was like, I don't want to get it next to fire. And then I think about it, and I'm like, it's meant to be outside. This was fucking made for. This eh. is like an adventure yeah, jacket. Yeah, but like the company. puffiness soaks in the fire smell. You're never gonna get it out. Yeah, I mean, ever. I, this is a synthetic, so I can wash it. I don't trust it. Eh. I'm one of those people. I will not. I hate. I hate the smell of fire. After camping, during camping, like when it's lit, yeah. it's the greatest smell. But as soon as it takes three days to wash it out of my hair, I get really upset about it. That's like the same thing. Like when I quit smoking cigarettes, like the smell of cigarettes now is so fucking toxic. Like it's so brutal to smell. I don't like it at all. Yeah, it's very, very like difficult to be around. Like a lot of the like older Asian it's guys. It depends. Like I was the same. So I had. Um, my I mean, I'm not gonna out. not hang out next to people yeah. who are smoking because I still want to talk to them. I had my tonsils taken out and my deviated septum repaired at the same time. And before that, I was a smoker. But afterward, like, cigarette smoke smelled putrid because I had like packing in my nose for two weeks. I, th I think while it healed. I think I had mine for like five days. I had it for a solid two weeks. Damn. No, that shit, when you pull it out, ooh, it oh, it sticks. It sticks because it, like, the blood scabs, yep. and, and you're then you pulling go, it out, and uh, you're, like, gagging yep. at the same time, but you can feel the blood coming off your nostrils from the <laughs> cotton as you're pulling it yep. out, and it is the worst feeling Did you puke ever. up a whole bunch of blood after your surgery? I didn't. Oh, oh my God, I, you did? <laughs> I had a stomach full of blood, so it's, like, they rolled me into the bathroom, and they were like, you're probably going to feel nauseous. It's natural that there's some blood in your stomach. And I, like, as soon as I stood up out of the chair, went, oh God. and it was dark red, just blood from my, my I didn't stomach. have my tonsils out, though, so that's probably mm. it. I just had my adenoids taken out, which well, my, makes my deviated step, septum, so. Well, the tonsils, they did, uh, they cauterized it. Like, they used a hot knife to take them out. Yeah. So it was, like, an immediate cauterization as they cut. I had, like, some sort of fancy surgeon that was doing shit. So it was like they used a soldering iron knife. Yeah. And I just went... Whoosh. 
Damn. It's like buttering. It was a veterinary. Buttering the bread. <laughs> the healing. The healing for my tonsils was apparently quicker than normal because of that surgery. Yeah. Um, that still sucked. Yeah. But anyway, smoking. After the surgery and after I got that shit pulled out, cigarettes smelled putrid. Um, and I had stopped cold turkey after that for like two, three years and didn't start again until I joined the army. When was that? So that was like when Gideon was born? Yeah. Okay. That, or I think Christina was pregnant. We were living in the apartment on Admiralty, the Booties yeah, and Beavers apartment. Yeah, because you did smoke when I lived with you. Yeah. It was the Booties and Beavers apartment. Yeah. You remember that <laughs> shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to tell that story? I think Christina like requested that story be told. The, I don't even like. The only thing I remember is that Thad had little like little wallet-sized pictures of like. So naked I believe chicks. the story goes. So we're me and Thaddeus were young and kind of getting integrated into the older. I think you were just starting to hit middle school. Yeah, we were. Well, yeah, probably about. We were we were finally like starting to get integrated into just being able to like hang out with you guys on our own. Yeah. And so we were over at the house. This is when Ryan had Marley, and I believe we Sean Moeller the- was there as well. Yeah. And uh, you and Christina. And we were staying there. We were playing Bully, the Xbox that game. game is Bully. Lit. That game's it's super so cool. lit. Yeah, that game is super fun. But we were playing that game, I believe, uh, on the couch, and then. Uh, Thaddeus started talking about his, uh, he was kind of running like a side business, I think, <laughs> in high school. He's a little entrepreneur. Well, I believe he was entrepreneuring by... A little by, entrepreneur. He was uh, getting that bread, as the kids say. <laughs> getting that Let's get bread. This bread. Let's get this bread. Uh, he was doing so by selling nude photos, yeah. like little clips, like little clip out nude photos <laughs> at high school, or middle school, high school, I don't know exactly. And then you guys found it, and then I don't even remember how it got stepped to the next step, but the I, the word booties and beavers. <laughs> well, he told us what he was doing, and then I think Ryan and I started off on a tangent about like his marketing scheme. <laughs> <laughs> like, come get your booties and beavers here. <laughs> booties and beavers here. <laughs> He's just wearing a Newsies hat, like, showing tiny, like, one-by-two pictures of tits in the fucking... Get your booties and beavers here! Middle School, like, hallways. Oh, oh god damn it. So I know you got that square pizza, but do you, but do you got that booties and beavers? Let me get that booties and beavers. So, speaking of which, what's really funny is I did a similar thing in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna put my dad on blast here for a second, but I found like a stash that he had of porno mags, like the hardcore gas station shit. Oh, like oh. the penthouse style, where it's like like the I'm gonna spread my legs and my shit. Oh, and, like, yeah. damn! I'm gonna show you the bat wings and everything. Like here's the groceries. Flap, flap, motherfucker. Eat it? <laughs> yeah. But I found those, and then I grabbed like two or three of them. And put them in a Lucky Charms box and put it in my backpack. <laughs> there have to be Lucky Charms! <laughs> and then sold them to kids at my school. That's so awesome! <laughs> For 10 bucks a piece. Oh, really? <laughs> when I think like retail on those is like five. <laughs> yeah. Dude's on the come up. On the come up. Those Gary kids are v coming, would be proud. you're coming up. <laughs> 
God damn it. They got what they paid for. <laughs> oh my god. All the bush. All the bush. Amen. I stole. I'm pretty sure I stole. I, I don't remember exactly where it was from, but I definitely had this porno mag that I'm pretty sure I got from my parents. Yeah. I think I just went into their closet one time and I found it and I was just like. I don't know what part I of hit me, the fucking jackpot. I don't think I don't remember. Like I don't understand what part of me was like. If I take this, they won't notice. But I just took it, and I assume they just ignored it. They're probably like, Oh, oh where did kids. that? Where did that go? Why are all my socks so crusty? Dylan, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to start doing your laundry right now. Um, but it was like an older one. It like had like this vintage ash ass look to Full it. Full bush. It was it was fucking dope. I was about it. Oh my god! But uh, I think I got introduced to like porn super Dude, early, Paul, so it wasn't can like we get a new log. It wasn't that exciting to me because yeah. like Thad had been showing me. I think called it was called High Creature. I think it was called 67.com. I think is what uh, it was called, not 69. I think it was called 67.com. But Thad had like <laughs> whenever his mom would be gone at the Ashway part uh, at the Ashway. Uh, Home. Apartment. Yeah. He would the just one like, across from Martha he'd be like, Lake. Like, have you ever seen a squirting video? And I'd be like, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> have now. That is aggressive. For how old were you? Um, I don't know. Probably like eleven, maybe. That is aggressive. That's that's his age. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a oh life. god um, damn it. I don't exactly know what. She's age a squirter. <laughs> Peter, she's squirting. <laughs> it's a grandma on a Simeon machine. <laughs> I got squirting. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's so good. See you later, Jobin. <laughs> oh, God. I think... Let the men, Jay. <laughs> I was first introduced to porn by my little brother, Jared. Jared? You're jiggling the XLR cable. Hold on. Stop talking. You're jiggling... Oh, you can't hear what I'm saying under the microphone. It disconnected. Stop talking. Plug, plug it in. in. <laughs> plug it in, plug it in, plug it in, plug it in. Am I plugged in? Yeah, you're good now. I'm plugged in. Porn. You're plugged in. So Jared introduced you to porn, which is... So, How I the think... fuck does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, he I'm knows this. I'm positive Jared got that magazine that I had. From I'm Dylan. Oh. I think it was from Dylan. At some point when he was, like, really young. And then he just passed it on. And my dad, like, told me that he had found it, and I was like, fuck. It was me and my dad. We found it together. <laughs> oh shit, that's not awkward We were going through my little brother's room cleaning it And I think we found it under his bunk bed mattress Oh, covered in crust? Just a bunch <laughs> of I think he was, was too young for crust at that point Too young for crust yeah. I think there was enough crust He was young, but yeah uh, He had those pictures everywhere under his bed And they oh. weren't just like magazines, they were all ripped out Every oh, single one of them. Party. And I was like, Dad, what's this? Oh, no. <laughs> Dad stared at me and he goes, put that back. <laughs> and then we walked out. And then he went back in later and cleaned up. <laughs> I'm taking these back. These are mine again. Taking it back. I had this video. So, like, I had a neighbor guy give me a DVD at one point. Yeah. Um, 
A neighbor guy or a neighbor child? Neighbor guy. Like, an older guy. Like, he was, like, probably... I was older at this point. I was probably, like, 16-ish, maybe. Okay. Maybe about 16. Because when you say neighbor guy and we're talking about, like, 11, 12-year-olds, I'm like, that dude was gonna rape you. No, no, no. No, I was, like, 16 and he was, like... I don't know. Like, he wasn't, like, uh... He didn't... He wasn't, like, the most socially adept person. Like, he liked to play a lot of video games and just hang out and I'd go over there and So he's a basement dweller. Yeah, kind of. Like, I mean, (laughs) he was a nice guy, but he had, like, he had, like, a kind of a... Um, a chronic back injury, yeah. so he'd mostly just kind of so like... So he was high on opium all the time. Probably, yeah. Just hang out on, uh, just in, like, recovery, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. And he would just play a lot of Xbox, and I'd come over there and play Xbox with him and just hang out. And, like, he had just had mentioned at one point he was getting rid of, like, the stash that he had. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not going to give you any, and I was like, you're going to give me one. And so, like, <laughs> I went in his truck, and I just jacked a video. And, uh, Back when videos were we're getting so in trouble. We were talking about this, and Gideon's like right next to us. He doesn't know anything. Christine's gonna be off. Me, I'm not taking in any of this. Yeah, sure. He's too busy chopping wood. Yeah. <laughs> Mom wants booties and beavers. We're, they're talking about wood, and I'm chopping wood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I stole that video from him, and I think I had that. I honestly possibly could still find that video. I think I might have oh, it in shit. like this little it's but in I had, a scrapbook. I had the no, I had this <laughs> RC car um, container. Archer, where are you? He's right back here. I keep seeing his little thing. Oh, yeah, blank. here he is. Okay. Um, I had this like little Speaking this of RC which, car creature? plastic container that was where these RC cars would go, but I had filled it with like you know how like kids collect ticket stubs from like shows you went to and like posters and yeah. stuff like that. He's tied over he's right there. Okay. Um you like keep posters and like all those keepsakes. I would hide it in between. Yeah. And like finally, at one point, I got a computer because Nathan Vander or Nathan Penaluna helped me build a computer. And so I just like watch Californication all day and listen to City and Color because this is like my super. Depressed. That was your emo. This emo is like stage. my real dark place. And like every once in a while, I like hit the dead ball on my on my room, <laughs> pop that DVD in, and we're your boy was going for a ride. We're going to Funky Town. <laughs> Let's get this bread. <laughs> Let's get this butter for the bread. Okay, we're probably done pretty soon. Um, what did he say? He said, tell me when you're done talking about this topic. Oh. <laughs> that might be a sign to change. Yeah, probably. Um, He's starting to absorb the butter and bread. <laughs> DPs and stuff. Um, oh, my God. I want to talk about something. What, what do you, you want to so talk about? Gideon Paul, you got a question for us? What do you, you want to... What's up? No, no, are you finished your... I think we're good enough. Yeah, we're good. What's up? Okay. So I have something I want to talk about with all of you. Yes. And that's the school life. Like being in school mm-hmm. in the 80s. I was <laughs> Dude, I was born in 97. Okay. I was born in 1993, Gideon, Gideon Paul. I was bo- I'm the oldest here. I'm 31. I was born in 87, meaning <laughs> that I didn't even go to school in until like 80s. 92. <laughs> no, we don't know. In the nineties, I I didn't really experience school in the nineties. I, I didn't go to school till I didn't go to school till I was six years old. So I was born in ninety three. So it would have been ninety nine, and that was at the first point when I saw the movie The Matrix. And, and so that was my it's was been my, right it's been my favorite movie ever since. It still is my favorite movie <laughs> of all time. 
and, and in kindergarten, I would there was this computer. This was like computers were not that big yet, so not everyone had laptops, and not everyone had phones that could go on the internet, and we definitely didn't have switches and all these like cool shit that we have now. But we had in we our had kindergarten to go in through MS DOS, like back in my day, like we had to do the command prompts, like. C fucking colon forward slash forward slash. Oh no, really? Yeah. <laughs> Windows, like we had to type in everything and do the command prompts. Oh my god. Because we were, our generation was the first to get computers. Like I remember when my dad brought home a gateway. Yeah. And it was this big fucking tower, and it had like sixteen discs to load Windows <laughs> on it. It, and they were like the big ass floppy disks. Oh god! So you had to put one in, and it take like an hour. Then you pull it out and put another one in, and take an hour. Jesus! Like, it was ridiculous. And then AOL. Oh my god! Well, we had we had this computer in the kindergarten classroom, and there's this sign from uh, the Matrix. It's like saying they just says like I need guns, lots of guns. And every day I would go up to this computer <laughs> and I would say that same thing, and then I would click all the keys because there's an operator in the movie named Tank, and then he like hits all these keys to make all the stuff come like all and your teachers thought you were going to shoot up the fucking school i don't think they did it because you were going <laughs> that wasn't the rage yet <laughs> they didn't really become like Columbine you know, happened. that wasn't really part of the culture yet <laughs> but if they had heard you coming up and saying i need guns lots of guns They'd that be like, oh, oh, The Matrix? That movie fucks. <laughs> John Wick? John oh, Wick 3? Keanu? <laughs> you down with Keanu? Have you seen Speed? It's sick. Oh, All right. So, that's how, like, classes, classes worked. So, here's what I want to get into. So, you know, like, boyfriends and girlfriends? Yes. I am How? aware of boyfriends and girlfriends. Not me. Not at during, all. <laughs> during your school times. Yes. How was that different from today? I don't know because I'm not in school then. right I now. I will say my little sister just broke up with her boyfriend because another boy liked her. Oh, yeah. She was like, I love this guy so much. First off, at fucking <laughs> any teen years. Well, like, to That's say you love is. somebody. Oh, well, but everyone does it. Because you I didn't. do. That's like the reality. You think yeah. you're like, oh my god. Now that I'm old as fucking dirt, and now that I'm in my 30s, I've realized this one thing. And it's like, it's probably common knowledge to everyone who gets older. Just the realization of like, when you're that young, everything feels so significant because you've only experienced yeah. that much time. But now that I'm like out here I feel like I'm further away from the timeline and I can see the bigger picture yeah and now it makes sense why everything felt like the fucking world was ending at that age but now that you because it was I mean like yeah it's, it's really easy for us to like for me to look at my sister Lavella when she like has a bad day at school and me be like I've already been through this. You're going to be fine. <laughs> but, like, also when I was in her position, I was like, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. Like, all of this sucks forever. Yeah. I hate my it's life. It's never getting any better. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. I was not like that. Like, I was an angry kid a lot, but, like, I was never in love, and I never said I loved anyone, and I never, like, thought that people were going to stay with me forever. Let I me, always just assumed that, like, I'd love. move on just yeah. a lot like I 
I was never the kid who like Lavella and Jared hold on to people like they completely hold on. Yeah. But for me, I'm like, if you want to go, you can go. I'll find someone. <laughs> well, our family, like we have like we're built up of like, I mean, most families are likely built up of a lot of like traumatized people. But I think our family especially is like formed by like a bunch. Like there's not like a healthy person in the bunch. Yeah. I don't know if there's one. Like, there's people who have learned over time how to be healthier, like Aunt Sherry. Yeah. And, like, understand, like, tried to understand how to process emotions and how to feel. And, and, and when to show love and when to show anger and, like, how that's kind of, like, a subject of the moment. And it's not something to consume you at all times. Um, so I think, like, abandonment issues are pretty real in our family because everyone is so focused on trying to, like, make themselves better and like or, like, trying to make themselves just feel okay that, like, we don't, like, there's not, like, this collective take care. It doesn't seem a lot of time. Like, we don't band together a lot. And, I mean, like, there's definitely, like, a more of a closeness in the, in the younger generation, it seems. I, I guess that's not true because our older, like... I don't know. I never felt abandoned, though, when people left. And I think that's just, like, how I saw how we were raised. Yeah. Different, like, from how Lavella and Jared see how we were raised. Because Veli and Jared grew up right when Mom left. Yeah. That's when they but remember But you also stuff. have, like, a very controlling uh, attitude towards our family. I do. And when you, you notice people are coming into a, another power position in our family, especially people, like, who aren't direct to the family you're very defensive when they st- seem to be having like uh like any opinion about our family yeah it, well not even that just like if they're impeding on your ability to control it that like is a is a you, your fear comes out in that scenario and then you lash out in like a i will say like that way. is kind of what i'm trying to get away from lately yeah because before Thanks, i G. noticed that about myself but I'm trying to be more easygoing with the people who come into my life because I have kind of pushed some people away in that aspect. It's like a, well, it's like real, like some of us put on like a strong facade to deal with our emotions and some of us just accept weakness. I'm not saying like that's better or worse, but like some people like you see a problem and so you scream like you attack it i'm not saying like like it's like you like fight it yeah rather than like zenning it like maybe we, some people need to do in more that yoga aspect. yeah 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 you. it's like with me i don't know what it was that taught me and probably a lot of it was hanging out with aaron and christina but like taught me that like all those negatives are just like you just like kind of take it in and you just take a deep breath and then release it and take all the positives from it at least try to yeah but like i i don't know like i just noticed that like things that scare you or things that you see an issue in the way that you fix it is by trying to be stronger than it yeah rather than like letting it like realizing that like the struggles or like the problems that people face are like the ocean and that like they're never ending and ultimately powerful and you're not going to be able to beat them or control everyone or make everyone feel good and so like throwing fire at the ocean like what are you going to do are you going to light the ocean on fire unless bp like the fucking oil spill happens again (laughs) (laughs) it's not gonna it's like it's just not gonna pan out super well for you the difference of like me and you growing up because you went to live with Aaron or Nathan 
I was very blessed to have a backbone of people try to support me, whereas, like, you were definitely left in that fire to kind of deal with that fire, and you got to be, like... So the thing is, I was the head of household, like, not head of household, like, dad was around, but I was, like, the head kid, and, like, in our family structure, that's very important, and that's a lot of pressure, and I endured that for 16 years of my life, but then you, when you, the time that you had to do it was at a very vicious timeline, like, it was very, it was very forward, and, like, it was definitely, like, there was a lot of responsibility I think in that when timeline. I had to do it was when I was in the teenage mood of girls. Yeah. So when you're in the teenage mood of girls, you're definitely going to do it the wrong way. Yeah. For sure. So I'm trying, like, now I see Lavella and Jared are at an age where me and you grew up. And so I'm trying to give them the same respect lately as I had and as you had because me and you at their age were living with our friends I lived with Peyton and you lived with Aaron like we didn't have parents at their age so I'm trying to let Lavella like deal with her own shit and then Jared, he kind of yeah. But I think that's his. different in the way that like because we had a support system that because they, just because they weren't parents, they were still like leaders. We had leaders around us. Yeah. And Lavella needs leaders. Like I feel like they otherwise need, she's uh, gonna start doing lean and fucking meth and get pregnant. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot her if she ever does. <laughs> yeah, I feel like letting her do what she does at the moment is not the thing that she needs. She needs to be realized that she loves Jordan. Like people love her. Is it better? Yeah. You might have to, like, hold, hold it, it by that and, All like, right. push well. it in. Because <laughs> it keeps going. Eh, eh, there? Eh, eh, eh. Is that better? Yeah, that's okay. better. finger in between. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> like penthouse. No. Um, definitely, Lavelle. Well, you and Chelsea have stepped in, and it's helped me to not have to be the parent with Lavella. Because Dad hasn't been home in a long time. And so before I had to a little bit, and lately, Lavella loves me. <laughs> she loves me. She, like, comes to my room. She's like, let's hang out. And before, she was like, I hate you. You're the worst. Yeah. It was very exciting. But there's also a problem with that, though, is because she also feels safe doing whatever the fuck she wants at home. And that's not a <laughs> lot of good stuff. Hey, like she's you can't 13. have both worlds of me, dude. Mm. Okay? Like, either you get mean me or you get nice me. Like, there's one or the other. <laughs> That's something you need to go to therapy for then. <laughs> I was in therapy. I was in therapy and then I gave it up. Okay, I gave it up because Jared needed therapy more. <laughs> and my therapist could only take one of us. Oh shit. So find a new therapist. I don't have insurance, bro. Yeah. I yeah, I'm definitely Talk not insured. Indians. I'm sure they have like an alcohol counselor that probably could help you out. Don't <laughs> We all have in health insurance, don't we? Uh, Through the tribe? Like a, yeah, from the tribe we should have something. I know. I know I can go to the tribe, but I will only go there in like an emergency because I don't want to drive that far. Yeah, it's that's not even deep. driving far. It's just like The problem is like I, I can't I can't give you like advice on like what to do with Lavella cuz the thing is like when I talk to my therapist, one of the biggest issues I have in life is is parenting because like I I and inhibit the body of a parent in most situations because that's like what was needed in our family 
and I know how much stress and how much anxiety and like depression that's caused me. So I'm not going to like push you down the same road. Yeah. But like, I do feel like Lavella can both be supported and you can be nice to her at the same time realizing like that she needs to realize that there is boundaries to the things that she's capable of doing. I'm trying to get to that part again, just because now that she does like me, she will see that I'm not trying to just be mean. Well, so- it's what you got to do is take on a mentoring role. You don't need to be like the fucking boss bitch. Like, don't do this. Don't do that. I'm going to tell you what it is. You need to be like, Hey, we should go do this because it's good for us. But not you don't say it like that. No, but I'm like lead by example in a positive way. Yeah. And try and steer her away from fucking being sip and friends with and her like pregnant. shitty little teenage friends is not how you keep her from doing dumb shit. I'm only friends with Aubrey, okay, because Aubrey is the shit. But <laughs> the rest of them, no, I get it. I mean, like if they're jeweling in her room, I get very upset with them. We're like, Lavella will try to hit one in front of me, and I'll be like, are you kidding me right now? How old are you? Like, we're not that close (laughs) that you can do that. But. Jewel, like the nicotine? Yeah, nicotine jewels. I mean. But she's 12. I mean, she's, how old is she? 14. 14. She's 14. (laughs) She's 12. She's 18. 12. She's 14, but like. Maybe if she were 16, I'd back off a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just certain ages. And then... I think the smoking pot bothers me right now just because oh, she's shit. fucking 14. Yeah. Well, I thought I kept... I keep smelling weed in the house. Yeah. yeah. And I keep thinking it's her and her friends. But then I go into Jared's room and I realize it's him. Oh, and I'm like, dude, him. you can't smoke in here because then I can't figure out if Lavella's smoking in yeah. here. Yeah. Like... You have to smoke somewhere else so I can bust her. Because <laughs> I can't yeah. just blame her. Yeah, it's difficult. It's definitely, like, put a lot of, like, a lot of pressure on, on me and Chelsea lately, like, dealing with that. It's been really difficult. It's one of, the, like, the, the main stressors of my week, for sure. Is dealing with Yeah, there's just, Lavella. like, there's a, it sucks because, like, I enjoy all my siblings a lot I try yeah. to like when I see them I want to have like a smile on my face um and Jared definitely makes that the easiest yeah but Lavella she just has this very very negative attitude lately and it's just like it's th- it's very she's very forward with the feelings of anger and, and contempt and, and how everyone does this thing to her and, and life's out to get her and it's very teenager so I can't be yeah. like you can't falter for it yeah like and I try to do the like oh this is all about perspective but that's such like a thing that I didn't there's no way I could have known that like or, it's one of those know. lessons that you have to learn yeah. on your own like I'm a very I I know that life of people giving me advice and then being like okay cool I'm gonna go fucking do it anyway (laughs) and then I find out oh shit they were right but now I learned my lesson like like, everyone has that conversation where we're talking to our parents and they're like you think you know everything and you're like yeah motherfucker I do and then you get older and you're like I didn't know know a goddamn thing yeah and I definitely feel like have I, I, I definitely feel blessed to like now at 25 to feel like I do know a reasonable amount of things now that I'm, I'm happy for that, to have that perspective a little bit more and realize, like, I really do know nothing. But uh, it is difficult because, I like, when she gets in the car, I just, like, immediately I'm, like, 
like I'm taking like natural anti-anxiety stuff so that I can just like so that I can be around her and try to be positive like try to be helpful and not just be an asshole because it's like it's so difficult for me to deal with I think that that was my problem a lot of the time too with Lavella before was because like I still didn't know everything but none of my advice worked for her because she hasn't gone through it yet either like she hasn't forced through it I just think like the, the best we can do is just try to steer her towards good stuff in the way of in the eye of fun and away from the bad stuff but it's it's definitely difficult and it well, sucks it, it sucks the most because the bad stuff is always going to be the most alluring yeah. to a teenager especially um she's hanging out with a lot of those kids too yeah that needs to not those, happen those broken home kids yeah i hung out with a lot of those people too and my parents came in and straight up said like you can't hang out with this motherfucker anymore. The thing is, is with our dad, he wants her to hang out with them, too. Because he... I think he knows that, like, we got took care of by yeah. some people. Yeah, so she's... That he's so hoping he's, that they're going to take care of her. He's trying to take care of them. Except he's not around to take care of them, is yeah. the problem. It's me. Like, it's me who's there, or it's Lavella who's at your house, you know? Yeah. It's... Yeah. That's it's difficult. Shitty. Like, because he's, he, like, thinks that he has, like, he's, like... They come to my house because it's safe, but really they're coming there to do Because drugs. there's nobody there and they can do whatever the fuck yeah, they want? Yeah, they can fucking smoke pot and do whatever they want and have well, boys Well, lately over. I haven't been home either, which isn't doing anything good. Because I'll go out with friends or I'll be at work most of the time. Yeah. And she'll, ha- she'll invite boys over and she is not allowed to have boys over without me there. Yeah. And that is a big problem because they're the ones who usually bring the weed or anything. I mean, yeah. and then Kylie. Ooh, Kylie. <laughs> I fucking hate Kylie. Yeah, I don't want to do too much time <laughs> naming kids and shitting on them. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie's the one kid I want to shit on, okay? She's definitely not my favorite, but she's... I mean, but she... Like, I also have a, a, an immense amount of empathy for her situation. And, like, I understand why That's it is why that she like feels... That. Like, why she acts the way she is because of, like, the where she comes from. And that that sucks, and I like I would love to be able to give her enough love so that she feels like she doesn't need to do bad shit, but she does, and that sucks. I think I only got angry. I started not liking her when I had to go break up a fight between her and a girl. I think you need to just fucking throw Veli in jujitsu. Just fucking throw the her in that is, tribe it's just of like people. I don't have the room in my monthly expenses. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> exactly. Well, tell Jeremy the situation. Like, hey. She's going to end up in a fucking shitty situation. Do you want my sister have butt babies? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should let her do jujitsu for free. Yeah, I don't know. It's been, it's definitely been stressful, but we don't have to continue to fucking harp for 30 um, minutes. Shit on, on him. It's shit. been a hot minute it on has, this fucking topic. I, I, I was trying change. to like steer away from it, but Jordan keeps going like, and this kid is fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm stressed out. Can we not Okay, this is my life, okay? And she's like, oh, it's fucking a little cut. Red light, man, fucking bitch. Look at the red light. Fucking <laughs> I know, I need to look at the red light. God Fuck. damn it. I need to go on, like, a river float. That's what I need to do. Ray asked about clarity, and now we're, we're talking about my fucking sister. Oh, man. <sighs> Fam. It, it is, like, very relieving to be out here. I mean, any time that you bring up difficult conversations, it's going to be like, fuck. But, yeah. But I'm happy to be processing any of these emotions in this position. I'd Our microphones be, are going to smell like campfire after I'd rather this. be near a fire. 
<laughs> I don't think so. It doesn't smell like shit. Are we all just sniffing our mics? <laughs> smell like my taint. <laughs> <laughs> What's my fart sound like? It's that twat position, dude. It smells like twat now. All our mics smell like twat. Yeah. So what else did Ray ask? Just camping mindset? He said, yeah. like, what's our favorite part of camping? Right? I think, like, do you have it written down? Because all we talked about was the stress leading up to camping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, sorry. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got off on a wild tangent. We went stressful. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about mindset all the of camping. Clarity versus stress. Uh, what's the funnest thing about it? And, what, like, review the location. Okay, so camping in general, like, immediately brings out the kid in me. Like, as soon as we got here and we got semi-set up, we were throwing fucking hatchets at trees, trying to, like, get them to stick in and all that shit, and then chopping wood and just... I don't... I don't know. It's like... It's this weird primal type deal. Like, we have to set up a place that we're going to survive in overnight as quick as possible. And that's that's the most enjoyable part, I think, of camping to me. Is I think... the survivalist aspect of it. I think, I think the same reason I like podcasting is, like, the same reason I like camping. is because it's, like, an immediate environment. Yeah. It's like a seclusion without being super secluded. Like, realistically, we're an hour away from home. Like, it's not that far. Yeah. Like, if anything happens, we can figure it out in less than two hours, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, we'll be okay. There's there's a safety in it. I'm not worried by any means. Yeah. It costs a little bit of money because you got to buy food, but you have to buy food on any day. Yeah. Uh, but it's immediately an environment, a seclusion, and like a, a place that I, my only goal in this time is to enjoy the people who are with me. Yeah, and that's like the whole goal of this is to enjoy the people, you know. Yeah, like podcasting isn't about us making you learn stuff realistically. I mean, if it teaches you anything, it's just about like acknowledging the worth of the people around you. If it teaches anything, it's just experiential shit that we've learned like it's not we don't have fucking degrees we don't have shit to teach yeah and for a realistic reason we'll probably never be as big as other podcasts because we don't (laughs) have a niche to play to yeah but but i think there is value in just thinking about how important it is to be honest and real with the people around you yeah and and this immediately brings out that environment again and sometimes we're going to talk about porn, and sometimes we're going to talk about <laughs> our little sister doing drugs with shitty other teenagers. And sometimes we're talking about booties and beavers being sold to fucking children. <laughs> and it's going to be a grand old time. Oh, talk about that underage fucking porn, porn rings. Yeah. Um, but it's these moments. I, like if you're gonna, you have to enjoy life for all the moments and so if this is like a moment that fills a bad time in your life and you got to realize like oh we were having a good time that's awesome and and camping definitely like adds to that it's easier for me to like i mean sitting around the campfire it's not the easiest thing to be like hey you want to pull up like three thousand dollars in equipment and start talking next to this beautiful free fire but when you start to there's like I think you guys could probably sense at least in the first 30 minutes of the podcast before we started talking about my fucking sister. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that we love. 
We do love her. But uh, it, it's just there's some stress involved. Definitely. We're going through some shit, guys. I feel like any teenager, though, is going to have that amount of fucking stress. Like, yeah. unless it's like the weird, well-adjusted family. I, I think it's just difficult because we're playing the parents. Yeah. Instead and parents you guys are still fucking like, shit. children, essentially. Yeah. Like, Chelsea realistically does all the logistics of how to keep Lavella from doing heroin. <laughs> like, uh, it's like uh, thank you for doing that work, but why are we doing so this? So if Chelsea ever falls asleep at the wheel, Lavella's gonna be shooting up. She's is that what you're telling me? Lavella is pregnant with a heroin baby. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Fuck. Like yeah, like there's a, there's a stressful part of just like because you're leaving one environment into another in the lead up to camping. Yeah. But like once you're here and you're just immersed in the moment. Anything that you do that takes you out of other moments and takes you out of your head and immerses you fully in the environment and the moment of what it is, the people around you, the thing you're doing at hand, I think are just, like, really healing and beneficial to life. And and it's really, it's definitely a treat to to have, like, I'm grateful for the ability to have like a job that I can support myself and that I can have time off every once in a while and, and I get to like spend time with the people around me and, and it's it's very enjoyable to be out here and, yeah. and regardless of negative feelings that I have for certain things Gideon that it, light it's is super, so it, it's very clearing to be around a, a I really, campfire or just I to just be around people I just love this spot with the water this spot here. is incredible it's we're a, literally it's like lit like 20 yards from the river you can hear it definitely in the yeah. podcast the whole time or like it didn't cost any money to stay here it's it's interpretive it's interpretive yeah you interpret <laughs> how much you're supposed to pay <laughs> it's just make sure you pack your site. shit out that's yeah the, definitely take your garbage home leave it better than it was when you came yeah um yeah we probably are fucking oh yeah we're over we're at an hour okay. and eight Oh, we Second okay. or eight minutes? Well, yeah, we didn't go through too much. I don't know. Let's do like. Do you guys have like a good "Would you rather" we can end it on? I. That's could you put free, me on the spot? Free, free ball free some ball "Would you rather"? Fucking free ball from your twat. <laughs> or would you rather? <laughs> can you free ball from? Your, can you drop a ball out your twat? <laughs> and so, would you uh, rather? This was on your mom's house. I could just d- reuse the one that's on your mom's house, but it was really aggressive. I kind of don't want to use oh it. Oh so my maybe god! Think of another one. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Okay. You're catching me off guard. Um, if you could eat like one meal for the rest of your life, yeah. What would it? What would it be? Like it, you have perfect nutrition. Mm-hmm. You feel fine. Like, so it's not like if I were to eat the nastiest shit, I'd feel like the nastiest piece of shit. No, I okay. think you feel okay. Maybe I don't know. Should we factor that in too? I mean, I right now, for whatever reason, the thing that's popping into my head right away is like salmon and asparagus. Oh, Ooh. really? If I could, if I could have barbecued salmon and grilled asparagus, yeah, and maybe some rice on the side, I'd oh, that'd that be so delicious. lit. Gideon Paul, that light is so aggressive. I mean, I'm a picky eater, so I basically only eat one thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like 
I So she I get, already eats the one meal for the rest of her life. I get three mod pizzas. <laughs> so I kind of just get mod like every day already. <laughs> Fuck you, mod! You fucking Jordan. cauliflower crust! Jordan is beyond healthy. She eats three pizzas a day. <laughs> three square pizzas Picture a day. You health. would too if it was free. Yeah. yeah. If the cauliflower free. crust was actually keto. Dude, I yelled at a manager for about that for you. I really did. <laughs> I told Griffin, he's the he was the manager at at Mill Creek. I was like, "What the fuck's up with your cauliflower cauliflower crust?" And he was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Those carbs, dude. Are you kidding me?" My brother was hyping that up, and then you destroyed him. Yeah, like, <laughs> the same amount of fucking carbs as a regular guy. Isn't like, it like one less? less. Or it's literally like two less. less. Jesus Christ! I looked it up. It's like cauliflower pizza. It's made with rice flour. <laughs> Like, uh, why did you say rice flour pizza, you fucking cunt? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. God damn it. I definitely is 100% Chipotle. Like, just oh, yeah. Chipotle. Oh, Chipotle would be lit. There's variety, <laughs> but literally the depth of flavor for Chipotle. I don't care if people think that you shit out your, like, if you piss out your ass afterwards. <laughs> I don't care if people think you shit out your mouth. <laughs> you shit out your mouth. If people think you shit out your ass like a weirdo. <laughs> what do you shit out your ass? You fucking weirdo. Fuck it. You're, What's wrong with you? You should go to a mental war. How dare you? Shit out it's your Hillary. ass. It's Hillary. They're fucking goons making you shit out your ass. Gang. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The Rothschilds. <laughs> they brought Chipotle and they're selling the steak at half price. Okay. So my only issue with Chipotle is that their chicken is super gristly. Gristly? Yeah, like you'll get hard spots in oh, the okay. chicken and shit. I don't like have that issue much. The joints. I get it all the time. Every time I get Chipotle, I'm really? like spitting chicken in the I get my double napkin. chicken and I don't think I'd do that at all. I do it all the fucking time. Well, you're fucking queer. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Best of That's Why episode 27. We love you guys. Hope you enjoyed our fireside podcast where Aaron's a fucking queer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gideon and Paul, you have something to say. Wait. Hey. We know we all can hear the river, right? Yes. So, can we just take a moment in of silence for all of its clo- glory? We'll have a moment of silence for five seconds. All right. Tim. Everyone hold up your mic to the river direction, and I'll turn up the gain so everyone okay. can hear this. episode 27 goodbye (laughs) thanks again for listening to today's episode of the best friends ask why podcast if you like what you heard today we'd really appreciate it if you could go on whatever service you use to listen or watch the podcast and leave us a review five star reviews are what helps spread the word and build a community around our podcast If you have any cool guest ideas, questions, or just want to reach out, hit us up on our social media at B-F-A-Y. That's B-F-A-W-H-Y. One last time, thank you very much, and we look forward to hearing from you.